Hello and welcome back to the Conversation Hat Podcast, a show for geeks, artists and terrible people. This week we are thrilled to welcome back Emily Slade of Why This Film Podcast, as well as other podcasts. You should look her up. She does lots of stuff. I know it sounds insincere when I say that, but it's true. In this episode, me, Ben and Emily talk about our favourite film cliches and we try to choose a colour to recolour our homes. All of it. All of it one colour. It's wacky. It's stupid. It's unhealthy hinged and i need help all this and more on the conversation hat podcast the conversation hat podcast when i worked in in education i worked in a music faculty as you well know ben and it was really fascinating when it came towards the end of the year and and we'd do like um a big summer cookout and we would do like presentations with like have speeches from members of staff who were leaving and, and, and all that kind of stuff and like celebrate moments and the me- and the music and performing arts faculty we always accidentally clapped in unison perfectly in time so there were just like 12 of us just all clapping in unison during the round of applause it was really <laughs> weird that's that's deeply upsetting. It was. It was one of the weirdest things, and we hadn't planned it, and it was very hard to stop. I made a mistake. We're, we're back here with Emily Slade. Hi, Emily. Hi. I made a mistake last time we recorded with Emily, um, because I know... Probably. I know, I know that we have a lot of fun here, and I, I know we like to mess around, but, like, I am I am an imperfect person um, as much as... As much as I come Aww. across as a, 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 a... You're not a person. You... How do you... As much as I come across as a professional, we do make mistakes. So, so I'm, I'm apologising to you, Ben, because I missed mm-hmm. something out of the start of last episode. Oh dear. Yeah, I missed out the sponsor. No, no, you didn't. I did. So I feel like it would be no, fair. No, you didn't. No, no, you didn't, Liam, because fairness. that's that's a thing that that's a thing that just you and I do. No, when, I think, when we don't have a guest. No, we do it with guests as well. No, I think, in no. fairness, if we want to put the world right the right thing to do is to have two sponsors in this episode. I don't want... I hate you so much. That's fine. You can hate me all you want. So, Ben, our first sponsor for this episode mm-hmm. is talcum powder. What does talcum powder have to offer our listeners this week? Talcum powder has... What it has always had to offer. The smooth, smooth skin of a baby. <laughs> uh-huh. not like not like as a crime it hasn't stolen baby skin but what you do is you use the talcum powder and your skin becomes baby soft why does it do it no one knows it's all the johnsons that have been ground up into the powder excuse me they're made of johnsons and johnsons okay and johnsons yeah fine also very good for absorbing moisture which would make you think that the skin would dry out but no it locks in the babiness of the skin. The Talcum powder. Lock in your skin's babiness. Is babiness a word? of this. Uh, I just said it and you said it, so yeah. Lock in the babiness of your skin. Ben, thank you so much. Uh, ben, our second sponsor for this week... Mm-hmm. I love doing these. I know you do. <laughs> our second sponsor this week is a Lego set that looks really cool but costs £500. What do a Lego set that looks really cool but costs £500 have to offer our listeners this week? I mean, you could go get laid instead. For £500? Yeah! Okay. Good Good to know. Well, there's my budgeting for this week. I mean, I assume. 
I don't think I think five hundred pounds is probably an ad, adequate amount for prostitution. I'll Google it. Sex work? <laughs> is it? Yeah, I don't know. Google that. I suppose it depends what you want. What I want is an affordable Rivendell set. I don't know about you. Is it still called? Is is the act of prostitution still called prostitution, even if we call them sex workers? It's a good question. I was I was just going to ask that. Not all sex workers are prostitutes. Certainly. Because, like, strippers and escorts and stuff and, I suppose, glamour models and porn stars would count as sex workers, but prostitution is still an act. Sing an hour. 500, 500 will get you an hour. Oh, really? Is that the industry Ooh. standard? I'm pretty sure, unless you're going for an escort and and then that's just going on clothes. Sure. And then on top of that, you have to pay for time. Interesting. I suppose the context is important to your question, Ben. So, like, what 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 would you say? Would you say, oh, I'm going to go have a prostitute or I'm going to go become a sex employer? I'm going to go be a sex employer feels right. I guess you're going to go into the sex industry. I feel like a sex employer would be akin to a pimp. Sex client. <laughs> it would be a sex customer. Sex customer, yes, you're yes. right. Yes. Sex customer. I'm supporting my local sex network. <laughs> I mean, these are all just great opportunities for what titles. Was, what, was the, what was the sponsor? A Lego set that looks really cool but costs oh, £500. Ah, go and have sex instead. <laughs> You... I'll be honest. I've put. I've got one Lego thing, and it's the tall neck from Horizon uh, Forbidden West. And it took me a couple of days to put it together. Yeah. And it has been upright for months. So in a way, it's lasted a lot longer than sex. Mm. At least in my experience. And you've got something physical to look at, unlike after sex, unless you keep trophies from your sex clothes. Like a baby. I mean, this <laughs> this one doesn't bring me shame. Like a baby. <laughs> um, yeah. We can yeah, stop. Fuck it, if, we can no, move no, on. If, no, 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 no. If you want to buy Lego, yeah, you can spend 500 quid on Lego if you want, but you're going to have to have a big old table to to do the Millennium Falcon or whatever it is on it. Yeah, and a lot of patience have, as well. You're going to have a statue that, yes, you've put together, but is very difficult to dust. That's so true. difficult to dust. I had all so of difficult. the Prisoner of Azkaban Lego. Nice. When they first changed them from yellow people to to, like, pink people. Yes. Which is a move that I don't necessarily overall agree with, yeah. but enjoy aesthetically when I look across my castle and night bus. Uh, I found the- that a very weird move when they did that because up to that point, I mean, disclaimer, this is a podcast with three Caucasian people talking, so like, <laughs> let, let's not take this as gospel, but I always thought that Lego kind of existed in a world without race. Yeah, everyone's a just, Lego person. Just yellow, they were just bricks. So the second that you put a Caucasian skin tone on a Lego person, it's like, mm-hmm. ah, okay, well... But what I did like was in every, I think every set of Star Wars Lego, because the Stormtroopers 
have the masks, you, you don't you don't see what race the stormtrooper is. It's not really an issue. There there is a nice, um, let's say, an, an ethnic uh, blend of of various oh, Lego peoples under the helmets. That's under cute. the helmets, and it's the sort of thing like you never need to, you never know necessarily. Yeah, but it's just a big a nice little nod there. to the whole. We can't have black stormtroopers. That's unrealistic in a world of blue people. Um, it's a nice little nod to that. Shut up. They're wearing masks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Classic Star Wars discourse. Um, Stop putting women classic. in my space movie. I just don't believe them as heroes. Stop it. There's room for Stop one it. petite brunette who is white, and that's it. She's the victim, goddammit. Like all women should be. It is so <laughs> it is so funny to me. I don't know if you guys so know about funny. Forces of Destiny. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're going to release a toy line based on the women of Star Wars. So not only are we going to be like that TikTok that's like, oh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, just all of the scenes where two women talk to each other. And it's ah, like, yes. <laughs> hush now. <laughs> the end. Um, I love it so much. So there's like five, there's like five women in star wars so like already yeah. you're like Bleh. they're all white petite brunettes they don't even look differently <laughs> no. like children who like to play with dolls in that way like to oh yeah it's it's i could go on and on and on but it's very funny to me and the mind-blowing thing is this is a fantasy franchise you got fishman literally like cast a do- wider net damn it so stupid do do a doll line for female characters in star wars just create new characters Mm. make me a doll of admiral akbar's wife with a fucking penny and a rolling pin yeah exactly yeah have like squid lady housewife and then have like like weird woman that gets thrown to jabba the heart race of an alien woman thing like i don't know star wars but like, yeah. I don't think that it's very progressive that we that, that you guys automatically assume that Admiral Akbar's wife would be in the kitchen with a rolling pin and a penny. No, I think I think there's nothing wrong with women that choose to become housewives, and if Admiral Akbar has got a high-paying uh, military ranked job, um, I think that she's perfectly entitled to to be a housewife. They probably have a lovely little squid cave in a planet somewhere that she looks squid after, cave. and that's that is her prerogative. If she raises the little squid children. I'm going to blow this wide squid, open. Squidlings. Squidlings. I'm going to blow this wide open, folks. Um, Are you going to say that you don't know that Admiral Akbar isn't, isn't a woman? That's the thing about the rank of Admiral. Ah. It's non-gender specific. It is. Well, no, he, they can still be a woman and be married to a woman. Oh, fuck, I'm sorry. True. I wasn't woke enough, damn, I'm so sorry. Wow. Oh, I forgot lesbians existed. <laughs> Curse your lesbians once again, the bane of my life. <laughs> nope, no way to recover from that. Um, <laughs> that's me cancelled. So bad music career, huh? Yeah, one-time electric triangle. Um, I've also written down Squid Lady Housewife as a title. That's got a nice ring to it. I'm a big fan. Um, That's because Admiral Akbar liked it. So put a nice ring on it. Uh, uh Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh. It's a trap. I now need you, people in the music industry, to give me a version of Beyonce's Put a Ring on It, but with Akbar, like, sampled in 
please make that the theme tune to this episode. Oh, there's I got mean, to be bits of him going like, oh! Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. You know, in many ways, it's a shame that they've decided to pause all AI research because otherwise that would have been easy. <laughs> oh, well. Wait, I mean, we're pausing AI research? Yeah, they've decided that it's going too fast and, like, Elon Musk decided that everyone has to stop for a bit. Well, I've decided that no one's allowed to invade another country. Is Can, can I get that? Because it's happening too much and I don't care for it. Can I just put a ban on that, please? Elon? No, you're not, an, out of here. You're not an incredibly rich white man. You need to be a billionaire. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, you could definitely, like, put out an edict. I'm just not sure if it will do anything. <laughs> I'm putting out edicts all over the place. You can't stop an me. E- <laughs> I've got a printer and a laminator. I will edict as much as I want. What is an edict? It's when you send your genitals to someone through email. Oh, no, not again. You've been edict. Like, your actual, like, do you then have to get them back afterwards? It's like a fax. Are they detachable? They are after the first time you do it. It's very difficult to put them back on. <laughs> just get Velcro in, like, just Velcro. to keep back plastic. Yeah, don't overthink it. You've got to put a return <laughs> envelope in there so they can send it back. Prepaid yeah. postage. It's just nice. It's just kind. <laughs> it's just kind. Yeah. <laughs> Always like, return your genitals. Kind, rewind. <laughs> always, always, always return, rewind, and return your genitals. Ready for the next person. Oh dear, guys, that's <laughs> fucked up. Shall we? Shall we open the hat and see what it says? Please, pull a question out the hat and then say what it says. That's the whole point of this podcast. Everything in your house has to be one color. Which? Hot pink. Hot Barbie pink. Like, easy. Done. Hot Barbie pink. Easy. Like, it's already... I'm already actively trying to make that happen. So if this thing can just blanket it for me, that would save me a lot of time and effort. Nice. I mean, you could just get a load of paint. Mm. What, and, like, Mr Bean it? (laughs) Mr Bean it, yeah. (laughs) Put some dynamite in a tin of paint and be like, right, that's the the decorating sorted. Stop me if this gets, like, too interesting. Um, Stop. There's a kind of bulb that you can get (laughs) that... um, So normally if you have a coloured bulb, it adds whatever that colour is to the environment, right? So not everything in that room becomes that Mm colour, but you add that colour to the space. Right, right? so let's say that you've got a red chair and you put a blue light in, things become purple. Bingo. Look at me knowing my primary colours. Yeah. (laughs) There is a specific kind of bulb that you can get, and it used to be like, in olden days, this was the only kind of coloured bulb they had but it it acts in such a way that it removes all color but the color of the bulb from the room it's absolutely wild so if we had that blue bulb red chair that is now a blue chair for all intents and purposes it's absolutely bizarre oh wow i I need to remember the name of that bulb why are you angry ben oh how does it work (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i do not know what does what does it Fairy do with dust. all the colours that it absorbs? It doesn't absorb them, Ben. Takes them to the underworld oh, no. and feeds them to the underhorses. The underhorses? It's magic. It's run by magic and it takes everything to the underworld and feeds all the colours to the underhorses. I see no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely fine. Big tick from me. 
I'm going to research and then put this in the show notes because it's such a wild thing. Is it spinning? Um, is it expensive? Spinning. <laughs> spinning. Um, I think I think what it is is I think they're quite old. So like I think they're I don't know if they really produce them anymore, but I think they're expensive because of quite how old they are. So it's rare right. to find one that's in condition enough to use. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also I can't remember the name of them, and it's a real pain. And when you Google bulb that sucks color out of a room, you do not get results. <laughs> but there's a um, Netflix documentary that very briefly mentions them. Um, I think it's a Netflix documentary called Abstract, and it's broadly about graphic design and typography and, and art and installations and stuff. But there is a bit where they're talking about art installations and lighting that talks about this particular bulb um that's cool that's my hack if you want everything to be the same color (laughs) when we're when when you say everything in the house has to be one color yes what right so am i going to be able to see because if i get a book and then that book all becomes the same colour, I'm not going to be able to read the words. Yes. Because the words will be the same colour as the page. That's a good point. So would I be able to even see the book if it was on a coffee table? Shadows are still a thing. This isn't all cell shaded, basically, right? I'm going to say that everything in the house is the same hue, but because light still exists, you will still have shades within that hue. So, so I you'll can be able to discern things. If the lights are on, sure, you'll be able to tell where the book is in the room and you can have shades within that hue. So everything would be hot pink, but you can see you can make you can see shapes perfectly well. I would imagine. What if I don't want to see shapes perfectly well? What if I just want to be blindly stumbling through hot pink? Uh, jab your eyes out with pink candles. <laughs> yeah, or some sort of goggles. What if I don't want to see anything? Knitting needles. That's what Oedipus did. Worked for him. Yes, but on the big list of things Oedipus did, I don't think jabbing eyes out is probably second on the list of what are bad things. It's so funny because, like, I get why I get why he did that, but I'm also like. Um, mate, like it just feels a bit half-assed and a bit unnecessary because it's like you can't wipe the memory out by removing your eyeballs. You're just being very extra about it. No one's going to give you sympathy. Yeah. Exactly. Stabbing your eyes out doesn't mean you've unfucked your mum. Yeah, and like you're gonna you're gonna have that on you forever. Like the memory of it, the mental image. You want to go get hypnotized, in which case you're going to need your eyes. Go get the memory removed somehow. Or get gla- get glasses, get better eyes, and go and see other things. Yeah. Because <laughs> if because if you're just like, well, I've done that, better make that the last thing I've ever seen. Literally, and then carry on to rule the kingdom. I'd be like, well, I'm moving. I don't want this bloke <laughs> in charge. Stabby, stabby, motherfucker. No, not having him as king. <laughs> I didn't vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> I f- I found the light just to come back from greek tragedy bring a moment of normality is it christ (laughs) it is called a monochromatic light um the one in netflix's uh, abstract the art of design episode with olafur eliasson the the name that's impossible to pronounce it's got a a monochromatic sodium light so everything is just yellow. Nice. Just oh. like Simpsons yellow. Um, oh. And ap- apparently you can get them. 
you can just buy uh, monochromatic lights. Okay. Which is wonderful and something that I might do. Yeah, man. Mood lighting, especially if you can switch it up. If you can go from like yellow, like yellow, green, pink, blue, orange, like. Or, or I would do it on my mood. I would do it on my mood. So, like when people came into my room, they kind of knew what they were getting before they even looked at my face. <laughs> like a like a mood ring. Yeah, literally. But like a mood room. They'll come in and that they'll be like mood lighting. Um, they're like, yeah, li- literal mood lighting, and they'll like shut the door immediately because they'll open it and see that it's red. So then just be like, oh no, <laughs> not gonna not gonna chance that. Cadbury's purple. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's such a specific... It's a good colour. It's a nice colour. Very similar to... Yeah. yeah. It's like a colour you can taste. It's very clever marketing. A lot of my a lot of my stuff is already that sort of purple, <laughs> so... You're a purple boy. You live in purple land. I suppose it's not in the spirit of the question, but, like, I like the idea of having just, like, a nice sort of yellowy golden trim around everything purple as well, just to complete the, uh, the dairy milk look. <laughs> It's quite royal as well. Bright, but slightly burnt orange. Ooh. Jack and Daxter colour scheme is what I'm going for now. (laughs) Interesting. I'm a big fan of blue. There, I said it. The boy likes blue and the girl likes pink. (laughs) (laughs) And whatever Ben is likes purple. (laughs) Thank you. Look at Matt like he's like Bonzo from the Muppets. I'm a whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He does love chickens. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i like i like blue that's my that's my personal brand is blue 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 coming out of a um an old crt telly that's my brand oh, oh nice like fizzy blue yeah, glowy glowy blue yeah that's me <laughs> favorite film or tv trope oh gosh mm. there are so many oh Oh my gosh, there are so many. Ah, oh, where do I begin? Because we talked about... Um, Define trope. E- mm. It's kind of hard to pin down. Because like, I know I know the things that I like that happen in films, whether they would be yes. classed as tropes or just mm. a way of doing something. There is a great website called TV Tropes, which, which is a nice sort of... For, for people who just like things in categories, <laughs> TV Tropes is a wonderful website for that. Mm-hmm. So a, tro- a, trope is, a trope is a cliche that hasn't been u- overly used. Yeah, I, and I, I would say that, that tropes vary between genre, but they, they kind of help define genre because i don't know if you'd call a jump scare a device or a trope yeah i'd say it's a device i think it started off as a device but now it's kind of a trope i don't think a jump scare itself could be a trope but like the one where they open the bathroom cupboard with the mirror on and then they go to close it that would be a trope slash cliche totally 100 percent yes um so let's see if there's a list of horror tropes so I like a movie or series that completely shifts genre like midway Ooh. through. Ooh. Oh, that's good. I like that. Like you think you're watching something and then all of a sudden, oh my God, I'm so not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That genuinely happened to me in real time where we put From Dusk Till Dawn on. That's a good example. And I truly was like, oh, this is a great movie. And then I was like, oh, this is a fantastic movie. <laughs> Dust Till Dawn's a good ex- example. Um, anime, The Promised Neverland. Oh, you've got such a lovely first five minutes. You know, this seems, this is all lovely. This is, 
going to be such a quick... Oh, my God, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Just in an instant, it goes from nice fluffy bunnies to... <laughs> Horror movies are quite good at, like, setting the scene of it being quite idyllic and pleasant and nice, and then there's a horrible turn, like, Midsummer is mm-hmm. a good example, but I think that I think mm. that might just be a device of horror I, films. Well, whoa, wait, wait, no, stop, wait. At what point did Midsummer was Midsummer nice? Yeah, no, okay. It was Didn't pretty... it start <laughs> with like three deaths? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it started with mass suicide. I liked the bit where she found a new community and broke up mm. with her boyfriend in the most effective way possible and invented the greatest couples costume for Halloween in all in one fell swoop. Oh my god, you so oh good. No. Oh my god. I need to... <laughs> Quickly must find girlfriend. <laughs> I need a girlfriend so I can do that for Halloween. I'm gonna be a bear. I I know that Ben I've told you to watch um Knives Out before. And I know that I've told you to watch it because there is like quite a nice genre twist halfway through as well. Because mm-hmm. it, st- it starts out... I don't think this is spoilery. Nah. It starts out murder mystery and then it turns into a kind of thriller, I guess. Mm. Okay. I don't know if there's a moment where you can pin down and change. I think it just sort of... You maybe realise, oh, we're here now. I'm a big fan of that. For me, I think that's one of the most modern examples of a genre switch outside of horror, maybe. I've got a list of on TV tropes, horror tropes. The Igor is apparently a trope. Oh, really? That's funny. I guess it is now. I guess so. The kind of lolloping assistant in some way. Lesbian vampire mm. is apparently a trope. Yeah. Lost in the maze. Maze is spelled as in corn. I suppose that is one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Monster mouth. No- normal thing, but mouth of monster. Okay. I mean, these feel quite old. Nazi zombies. There's one. That's a big one. Hey. That feels more video game trope to me. I mean, there are plenty of films. This is a, this is a wonderful website. I, d- I can get lost on TV tropes. I would like to make a short film of, like, horror tropes, horror cliches that never actually pay off. Ooh. Oh, okay. So it's 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 just someone going about their day, but the audience always thinks is always expecting something to pop out. I like that. So you do the mirror trick with no payoff. You do the oh my car's broken down outside of a very obviously spooky house. What do mm-hmm. I do? I think I'll sit tight and wait. I mean, maybe not. <laughs> Not waiting oh, for the AA the of the film. It'd but, be interesting because, yeah. like, how what? It's because there's. I can think of two recent examples that I watched this Halloween. Um, Barbarian, one of my favourite films of all time, sort of does that. It does a lot of like characters try and make as sensible decisions as they can but the reason it's so fun is because mm. ultimately they do to exhausting all possibilities they do end up having to do the, the sort of dumb stuff so the fun stuff can happen interesting um, but then we watched Host which was that lockdown Zoom horror movie where you are just staring at the Zoom screen and it fucked my friend up because it was very much just like there's no relief there's no like mu- there's no sound there's no music there's wow. no you're it's you're just like it's really frightening because of that and so again you're just watching crowned of every single zoom square for like 45 minutes before anything starts happening Mm -hmm. so it could have that effect but then you do need the sort of climax of like 
some stuff needs to happen. Otherwise, I feel a lot of people would leave that and either be like, yeah, I totally got it. I That was amazing. Or they'd be like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, for a horror movie, goddammit. Yeah, I think I think that's the, the thing to worry about. Like, Because I, lo- I love the idea of doing the, the horror thing without the payoff, but like, where's the story? That's why it's a short film. That's why it's a short film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Okay. Um, did you guys watch Mike Flanagan's The Midnight Club on Netflix? Flanagan obviously does um, Haunting of Hill House, Blind Manor, Hush, all of these wonderful things. And he's known for like not really going all in on jump scares and instead finding horror through different things. Mm -hmm. So in the Midnight Club, he has like a five minute scene where he put like 43 jump scares in or something. Like it was insane. Like it was like comical how many jump scares he tried to fit into that one scene just to make a point. I like that. My, um, my, My trope, and it's so basic and I'm such a girl for it but um you can't deny it because it's everywhere uh enemies to lovers yeah 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 it is never not satisfactory some friends become enemies some enemies become friends some enemies become kissing friends <laughs> kissing friends let <laughs> me spat my drink out onto my laptop <laughs> kissing <laughs> friends friends are giving you little kisses <laughs> gonna go find me a kissing friend <laughs> The Tinder profile is like, on here to find a kissing friend. <laughs> I'm doing that thing where I can't think of a single trope. Yeah. Perhaps amnesia. It's funny, isn't it? Do you like it when they get amnesia? You know what else is good? Again, so, so basic, but, and, and like, got a lot of slack, but now they're sort of coming back in an ironic renaissance way. Mm. Um, the flipping gonna do you over gonna take your glasses off gonna undo your ponytail and now you're pretty oh. like fashion show oh yeah like, let's let's get yeah. you a fitted blouse and oh look you were beautiful you're gorgeous. all along as long as we take out the glasses and do your hair and cover your makeup and change all of the things and put all the stuff and like you better yeah let's work on that personality as well hey I've, I've only seen it reversed once where in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs she puts the glasses on yes. and puts her hair up into a ponytail and it's it's still as satisfactory as, as satisfactory and even more so because it's the reverse of the trope and it, there's it's just fun. It's just nice because like when you get ready for a night out and you do put your makeup on and you do put a nice outfit on, you can look slightly different and you feel different and you hold yourself different. So there is truth behind what they're trying to portray here. It's just been like how everybody hates on the Disney princesses. Like, do you remember in the mid 2000s, everybody just coming for Disney princesses for like no reason. And it was like, did you even watch the movie? That's not even what happens. But they were just doing it in this faux feminist kind of way. They started coming for that trope, which arguably could be taken back, and I'm sure it happened beforehand, but the the main culprit is she's all that, which literally in movie is like, she says the new, not improved, like just as good as she always has been, but now with a fun haircut, name of character. Like in the movie, they acknowledge that like, we've not done anything crazy. We've just popped a contact lens in, which she had anyway, mm. and given her a tight dress to wear. Like, it's fine. I don't, I think I think it's harmless. I do, I maybe, I'd love to have a, an argument or a conversation about that with somebody on the opposite side, but I genuinely think that that trip is harmless. It's Cinderella, for God's sake. It's rags, it's rags to ball gown. I think there's something aspirational about it, and I think you can apply it to, like, any aspect of your life you're perhaps not satisfied with, and just the idea of, like, you're only ever one montage away from living out your best life. Yeah. Maybe. Is there a male equivalent of that? 
Have you seen the DJ Quells film New Guy? It's the it's the male equivalent of that. Is it as simple as buy him fitted clothes and stop him recording that podcast? He gets himself kicked out of school deliberately so he can go to a new school and reinvent himself as the cool new guy. It's a very good film. Interesting. What was it called? Uh, the New Guy with DJ Qualls. I, I think, again, this is another one of these things that started out as a narrative device but then has kind of become a trope. I'm a big fan of Chekhov's gun because I'm kind of a piece mm. of shit with it. And I kind of, <laughs> any time we see anything on a table in a room, I'm like, that's going to kill everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever it is. Like, ooh, they're reading Little Women. I wonder if every woman will get small. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. quite how Chekhov's gun works. but Yes, same. Absolutely same. Chekhov's shrink ray. I love that. That's 100% how <laughs> Chekhov's gun works. I love it. And then it annoys me when they plant something and then it doesn't come back. Like, I watched something recently where that happened. They like did something and then it never plant and pay off. It's my favorite, favorite thing of yeah. all time. Well, with Midsummer, there's Chekhov's bear. <laughs> no, I agree. When when it doesn't when it doesn't when there is no payoff and you're like clearly that's setting up this and it doesn't happen. You're like, well, what the what the fuck was that? Yeah, you're like, why the hell did you waste screen time? There's a few in like the original Suicide Squad movie that don't pay off. The whole movie doesn't um, pay off. <laughs> quite it, it, there's like the one where you you have the the kind of burly very masculine coded character who has like stuff pink unicorn in his luggage and then you see so so you establish it there then you see the stuff pink unicorn again at another point and then the, the guy gets shot in the chest and you're like oh, he's dead or whatever and then he pulls out of his coat a wad of cash? What the fuck? That took the impact? No, it's the stuffed pink unicorn. <laughs> what are you? What, yeah. are you? what the hell? Because the, the unicorn hell? has to save his life, goddammit. What's the earthly point? Yeah. Is it? Surely then it's a reminder of like, oh, my family protect me. That Like, what the heck? That's movie making 101. I've not even seen this movie and I'm mad. How dare you bring this into my day? Where did he get the cash? They don't get oh cash God. at any point. He's just got out of prison. Why does he have loose money? Whereas like, in Deadpool, you see the unicorn. You want think, what's going to go on with the unicorn? And then he fast forwards the movie a bit too much and he's wanking into it <laughs> neat <laughs> very neat not saying it's elegant but at least yeah. there's a payoff <laughs> folks i i have three titles to oh, choose i don't from. like that we ended on the wanking into a unicorn but i think that's... it's appropriate we started with sex work we can finish um, with wanking unicorns sex client is option one to, to go with the previous episodes no context sexy baby nice um, so we've got sex client option one option two is squid lady housewife <laughs> option three is Chekhov's bear <laughs> I think it, oh. I, I'm, it's got to be squid lady housewife yeah squid lady that's, housewife that's what's tickled me <laughs> that, that got a reaction out of them. Um, do we have any any ideas for subtitles? Because that's a thing we can do now. Thank you so much, Acast, Ooh. for giving us the power of subtitles. So do we want Squid Lady Housewife Chekhov's Bear or Squid Lady Housewife Sex Client? Ooh. Oh, I'm leaning towards Sex Client. Could we not have a sub- as a subtitle yeah, a like bit. the four women in of Star Wars? <laughs> Squid Lady Housewife, the four women of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. All right. Things don't need to make sense. <laughs> Emily, thank you again so much for your time. Really great to have you here. Um, mm. Where can people find you and your own online? Uh, I am on Why no. This Film Podcast. You can find us at Why This Film Podcast. We're pink and... Um, we're in all the normal places, including Twitter at Why This Film Pod. You can email us at Why This Film Podcast at gmail.com. Or we look back on the movies of your childhood and have a good time. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't realise that there were so many Dragonheart movies. There are so many Dragonheart movies. And they're all fantastic. And they've all got famous people in. And I only know this because of you. It's my life's work to spread the dragon heart word. It's what I was put on this earth to do. What a glorious purpose. Ben. Yes. Ben, where are you online, please? I'm on the Instagram. Uh-huh. Spike, at, at, spike, spike, at, 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 help. <laughs> you want to take another swing at that, buddy? Something, something broke inside of me. I was thinking about dragons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At Spike Pearson, P I E R S O N. There's pictures of me on there. Yep. That is objectively true. I am at, I'm not lying. at LT Guitarist on all the places, including but not limited to Instagram. I do music and stuff. It's broadly speaking a good time. Um, I've been fucking around with electronics recently and haven't oh, used oi. myself in a substantial way yet. When you say electronics, do you mean like putting your fingers in the socket, in the plug sockets? Oh, it's not his <laughs> yes. finger he's putting in there. I've worked out if you only put one finger in one socket at a time, it's not too bad. It's when you put two fingers in that you've got a problem ah there you go tricks of the trade yeah <laughs> um, yes electronics and music and stuff LT guitarist that's my whole vibe uh, the podcast is at Convo Hat Podcast we do TikToks oh boy do we do TikToks in theory um we also have the Patreon for the podcast. Ben, what can people get for the Patreon podcast? Podcast, Patreon, podcast, podcast, Patreon. Well, just for a dollar we do a month, you can get a mini episode every month that's exclusive just to you with me and Liam answering some questions. You can also get things early, I think. Is that right? Do you get, do you <laughs> yep, get, well remembered. Do you get early if, things? If, you get, if no, we do I've a thing, got I this. Tend to, okay. I've got this. We, you get early stuff before all the peasants that don't pay, and if you want to give us the most money, you get the smug prick tier, where you get exactly the same stuff, but you can be a smug prick about it. Yep. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, you got to license the smugness. Uh, Fifty dollar nice. we do, smug little prick. What does it do? Objectively nothing, but you will feel different about it. <laughs> because you are then better than others. Yeah. But you knew that anyway. That makes sense. Just anyway, prove that's it. Smug prick. <laughs> prove it to us. Prove it to yourself. Prove it to everyone. Reinforce your smug little prick nature with the smug little prick tour. Tour? Tear. Tear. You know what? Words are hard sometimes. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Emily. Cheers, listeners. Thanks for coming Cheers. on. Thanks for Thank everyone. you. God cheers us. Everyone. Maybe one day we'll come up with a, a structured way to end this podcast, but it is not this day. Lord of the Rings. I'm just going to press stop. Okay. Lord of the Goodbye. Rings. <laughs>